0: I Am Cannabis Sativa Podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email or contact me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to check out our Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also check out our official t- Twitter account at ICsativa Podcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on itunes anchor fm stitcher and the google play music store please rate and review us as rating and reviewing us on itunes will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast and elevate the podcast and spread spread this message across the world and we really want to do that um If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We plan on doing big things with our humble little project, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or adult use states, or or do or going to conferences, and also doing on-field work. By supporting us, it helps us to buy equipment for the website for the podcast. It helps us to pay rent it helps us to pay for hosting it helps us to travel and, and do a whole host of other things to to grow and improve and enrich the podcast so if you can support the podcast we would really appreciate it um the way you can do that is by going to www.anchor.fm slash sativa podcast slash support again that's www. Anchor.fm slash I am Sativa podcast slash support. Grab whatever you need a sort of grab right now. Whether you know it's it's popcorn, whether it's avocado toast, whether it's some a bowl of uh, Captain Crunch, whether that's some fruit, a salad, um, you know your favorite vegan dish, because um, this this episode and this topic we're gonna dive into um it's like the other topics we've covered in the past but it's there's some bs going on in my state right now and I've, I've touched on it on other episodes but um they're they're really taking it up a notch right now and um and there's one bill that's being proposed by some by a bipartisan group of reefer madness idiots I mean I don't know if it's gonna even really get past committee, the bill, but with the level of, of, of contempt and just dis- the level, just the level of contempt that these re- cannabis regulators in the state, you know, besides Commissioner Tito have had for this entire process and for the will of the, the, the voters who voted on this in 2016 implementation has been nothing but a a joke and uh, and, and bs you know um we voted on this two years we voted on this almost three years ago and um right now as of april 11 2019 we only have 15 flipping dispensaries two years to, to to open the dispensaries and nearly three years after the vote only 15 and prices are are through the roof. They're 20 a gram when you factor the 20% tax of, of the 20% tax of the product. And you know, it's it's nuts. It's it's crazy. And a lot of people understandably are not going to use these dispensaries if a they're only 15 in the gosh darn state of nearly 7 million people. B Excuse me. They're selling at inflated prices, like 20 a gram, which, which translates to a $60 eighth, um, $120 ounce, maybe. Oh, man. Um, no, no, a $60, $60 eighth, uh, a, a $120 quarter. Probably 220 for a um, half ounce and then a full ounce 440 dollars It's nuts. It's crazy. And it's understandable that people are still using the traditional, AKA the black market, and um, are, are not in a rush to use these stores that are overcharging for subpar product. And, um,. And rather than these regulators in the state, whether it's the legislature or the um, board members, besides Shalene, well, I mean, instead of them thinking, looking at this and thinking, "Hey, let's let's lower the barriers of entry for getting a uh, legal adult use or uh, dispensary up and running," let's to make it so it's only maybe five thousand dollars for the whole process or something. Or let's make it so um, so growers so growers can lab test their their um, their, their their product through the state licensed labs, um, and then just sell it to the dispensaries. If it passes la- if it passes inspection, then it should be safe for people to use. Like California did this for a long time and that's why their MMJ prices were, were, were envied across, that's part of why their MMJ prices were envied across the U.S., you know, they, they really allowed the free market, it was a, pretty much a free-for-all, you know, when I was in Michigan three, two years ago for, um, the Cannabis Cup in Clio, Michigan, you know, um, it was, like, there, from what I understand, they have, like, a caregiver sort of model, and, um, or they had that. And um, so basically, you know, it was just a bunch, a a confederation of uh, thousands of small time growers producing for 200,000 patients, thousands and thousands of small growers producing for patients. So the opportunities for entrepreneurship, the the opportunities for, you know, starting something with very low barriers of entry were endless there. You know they've they've made their system into more of a corporateized system in a sense, um, from from the things I've I've listened to from um, the Daily Dope show. Shout out to the Daily Dope show. Shout out to that man. He he pr- he produces pretty informative podcasts. But um, but this brings me to today's topic. Um, so today in Massachusetts, or this this week in Massachusetts. A bipartisan group of lawmakers are proposing t- to to crack down on the black market. So they're they want they want to recriminalize weed in a sense because people are not going through the million dollar ten million dollar process of getting a, a of, of of getting it open from start to finish. You know, paying the ho- the city host fees, which you know, cities in this in, in, in the adult use bill or whatever are, are not supposed to charge more than 3% to an adult use um, um, establishment seeking to set up shop in a particular town. But cities often go beyond that a lot of the time in the state and, you know, it's like extortion. So a lot of people, they, they burn their funds and, you know, they come away with nothing here and... Or some people look at the mass market and like, this is too much work, F that, I'm just going to be, I'm just con- going to continue being a black market dealer, you know, like I've always been doing and um, make my money there, you know, I mean, the barriers are, are, are of entry are too high. And, um, and, you know, if I were to go legal and be a bud tender at some dispensary, I'd only make 12 or 13 an hour. Which is an insult to the decades of experience I have as a, as a cultivator and grower. You know, I'm, a world cla- I'm world class in what I do. Why should I do it for 13 an hour? And, you know, that's an insult. And I, I you know, if I had growing skills and I made my living off that, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't stoop to that either. I would continue selling on the traditional market. You know, it's like the weed man said, you know, if you legalize it tomorrow, I'm not going to just suddenly stop selling weed. You know I'm I'm gonna continue doing it I'm in and the defense I will use for that is selling weed like the white guys you know and this is what these black market people in Massachusetts are doing they're selling pot like the fucking white people excuse my French I mean I think we can swear occasionally on this on, on, on this podcast it's not it's not the end of days if we do so I'm I've I've, I've I mean, it's my podcast. I can do what I want with it, but I've personally been trying to just cut back on swearing this year. But um, but yeah, I mean, we can do it uh, occasionally. But I I don't want to, I don't want to be like Ozzy Osbourne in, in that reality show. If for for you for you older cats listening to this, but um, but um, yeah, they're 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 proposing like recriminalizing cannabis because shocker, people can't afford to. Pay th- hundreds of thousands of dollars to set up an adult use dispensary you know they don't have they're not they're not burned with a silver spoon in their melts or whatever and it's it's just ridiculous you know so what i'm gonna do i'm gonna read an article from the boston globe and then give even more commentary to to supplement that so just give me one moment all right so i found the article um all right so bill aims to crack down on black market marijuana from the boston globe written by naomi martin globe staff two state lawmakers from worcester want to create a task force of law enforcement public health leaders and regulators to crack down on unlicensed marijuana sellers senator michael moore a democrat and a, a re, and a state representative, Hannah Kane, a Republican, will hold a news conference on Wednesday at the state house about their joint bill. No pun intended. Yeah, I I know it refers to state congresses or whatever, or a, a state rep and a, a state rep and a senator working together on something. I I know the real meaning of it in, in that context, but you know how I am. I'm pretty. I can. I could be immature sometimes. But, okay, so the joint bill was filed Monday, which aims to maximize tax revenues and reduce youth pot access. The underground cannabis community, quote, quote, threatens the progress of the Commonwealth that the the Commonwealth has made in implementing the law that was approved on by the voters in a news release. Well, you know what? You know what, um, Senator and, and Rep, what you are doing right now is subverting the will of the people. We voted 3 times to decriminalize weed, all right? We voted 3 times on this sh- stuff, on this shit. We voted 3 times on this shit. Um people in this state have made it clear on three several occasions on three separate occasions that they do not want people going to jail for cannabis as long as they are not hurting anybody. But these people ...feel that they have to put the boot on these black market dealers and, and, and traditional market dealers. And, and guess what? You know, and guess who they're going to disproportionately go after? You know, it's going to disproportionately affect black and brown people, black and brown dealers. You know, I mean, these, these lawmakers... These lawmakers either don't know that that's going to be the side effect or consequence of this... Or they do know and, and they want to do that. Which is which is even f- fucking worse. But let me continue. The task force would join officials from the Cannabis Control Committee, the Massachusetts... Oh man, this is a, this is a Blue Lives Matter bill, eh? Massachusetts State Police, law, local law enforcement, the Department of Revenue, and the Department of Health. The group would receive investigative tips, share information on criminal investigations, and so narking on, on, on traditional market dealers because because the legal market and and the, the government dropped the ball and, 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 and failed to deliver for the fucking people. So oh let's bust the people that are actually providing what the people wanted that we failed to deliver. Let's bust them. Let's bust them because they're a reminder of how hard and how badly we fucking failed at our jobs christ all right um i mean the group would receive the the group would receive investigative tips share information on criminal investigations refer leads to police and prosecutors and focus resources on areas where illicit activity is most prevalent the group would not be subject would not be subject to open meetings I'm, I'm, I'm breaking my rule of, of, of reading the article and then giving the commentary after. But right now I don't care, this is just so onerous, it's so, it's so asinine and bullshit. It's so asinine and, and, and ridiculous. You can tell that these people have never smoked weed in their entire effing lives. Who comes up with legislation? Who comes up with regulation like this? Okay? Oregon, they ha- ounces are fifty dollars. Grams or gr- grams are like no eights are like six bucks. Eights are six dollars in Oregon. All right. Guess who's buying on the black market? Probably no one because if you can buy an ounce for fifty dollars, you can have two ounces for fifty bucks. You can get all the vape cards you can afford. You know would weed that cheap i'm not i'm not going to a dealer anymore what what incentive is there for me to do that there isn't because it's so cheap and affordable like beer that like do you know anyone who who, who still bootlegs beer or still go or still buys black market alcohol no they don't do it they don't do it in a lot of places um in a lot of places and a lot of states i mean maybe they're still doing it in places like tennessee or kentucky where you know there's a huge tradition of, of of brewing moonshine or whatnot but you know in most areas people are not people are not brewing their their alcohol in large quantities or buying black market alcohol in in, in large quantities anymore it's just it's just not happening the 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 legal market in all 50 states for alcohol it's so dirt cheap you can have a 40 of, of, of Bud, Budweiser for three bucks, you know, and be moderately buzzed for a good amount of time. I mean, there's no need to, go to there's no need to go to the black market for alcohol because it's so dirt cheap. You know, when, when if we had like hundreds of dispensaries like like Colorado, Washington or Oregon had, and they were selling for, let's say five to eight a gram, no one would ever really feel the need to go to the black market. They would they would disappear. It wouldn't be worth the black market's time. They would they would go they would de facto go out of business because, you know, like they're not getting customers because everyone's going to the legal market. It's it's so dirt cheap and everything is tested and everything is way better than 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 some traditional markets. I've had some traditional market people that have made weed that is that was way more powerful and way more you know, that, like, I've had, I, I probably had, I probably, I wouldn't be surprised if I smoked some strains that were, like, 30%, like, in college, like, from some of the dealers I've had. I've had some weed, like I've said in a previous review, where, I had it, like, in a, con- I had it in one of those, like, blue tubware containers, that you can, like, put clothing and food in. I had it in, um, I had it in, like, um, like, I, I put it inside it, and, like, it was inside, like, a plastic, it was inside, I think, like, another, like, maybe some plastic medicine bottles or whatever. And, like, another, like, I think, like, a, no, actually, I put it in, like, a tin, like, cookie container. And it was still smelling through the Tupperware and that tin container. Like, it, it was that loud of a smell. Like, I, I I haven't had Massachusetts dispensary marijuana that's ever been like that, ever, ever ever like some black market dealers some traditional market dealers should i i should say can do way better than these dispensaries do and you know I've, I've been an mmj patient for two years um i mean i don't i don't want weed that powerful like i had in college i don't want that 30% weed and, and like don't get me wrong but you know, like, cause, cause that, cause that, that, that stuff that I had in college was a little, was maybe, maybe cause it was, I was still new at smoking or whatever, or, or something like that, you know, I mean, who knows, I mean, I, I, I guess I would attribute it more to my noviceness at that time, and it being very dink stuff, and, you know, it like alcohol, you have alcohol, you have, some, some alcohols hit you harder than others, you know, and there's, There's some people that, um, that say that, that they don't really drink whiskey because it makes them violent, you know? Um, it, I won't say whiskey makes me, like, violent, like, like, fistfight violent, but I don't like myself on it, so, like, I'm, I'm one of those people, too, so, um, let me, let me, let me read the art, let me continue reading the article. The bill also proposes allowing the commissioner of revenue to p- impose civil fines on unlicensed businesses based on the estimated amount of unpaid taxes. The fines would be dedicated to police so this is a blue lives matter bill to police training, substance abuse prevention, intervention and the commissions and the commission's social equity fund. This is blood money so you're going to you're going to jail the more i'm reading about this the sicker it's making me so you're going to jail black and brown people again after you've made weed legal and after you've you've sealed their records so you're gonna you're gonna put more black and brown people in jail and then use that money you get from putting the black and brown people in jail again to 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 to, to, to partially help with with police and 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 Put towards the social equity fund. There's just something so icky about that and dirty. And just like this, this, that, this bill sounds like, this bill honestly sounds like stuff I've been reading out of Florida. Like, you know, that episode we had last week about the lawmakers wanting to cap cannabis. And it's looking like, um, like, like this week they had like another sort of hearing on it. And it, it, it sort of passed again in its committee. And it's, you know, it's up to the Senate to to make so equivalent bill or whatever, but it, it definitely it passed and it's going to progress further, which is terrible for all the Floridians out there. But um, it's just this is like stuff coming out of Florida or like like Arkansas or any of those like deep red states with or any of those red or purple states with corrupt government that 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 propose heartbeat bills or you know, or, or, or write a law that, that technically doesn't ban abortion in Texas, but makes it such, makes it so hard, and makes it so so there's only like three in in, in the state of 30 million people, you know, they, they just poison pill things, and this is what these, uh, this is, this is, this is how corrupt this bill sounds, so let me finish reading. An estimated 75% of, ma- of marijuana sales in Massachusetts occur under the table. Gee, no shit. This year, according to the cannabis research BDS Analytics, marijuana tax collections have been underwhelming so far. I wonder why. Industry analysts blame the state's slow rollout of legal stores in the relatively far-flung locations compared with other places that, uh, that allowed stores to open near population hubs faster. Most cannabis consumers simply don't have a legal place to buy that is conveniently located or as cheap as the illicit sellers they're used to, advocates say. Cannabis Commissioner Brit Brittany McBride has supported the idea of a task force this probably this commissioner probably never done weed in her life or, or if she has hasn't done it since high school or college or whatever and you know they they probably did like they probably did weed at like the occasional like party or whatever but they didn't do enough weed to sort of build a tolerance so they still think of weed as a inherently sort of paranoia inducing drug that is no fun to do and they think that that's everyone's experience with cannabis you know like when I was first doing cannabis like you know it took me I would say even years to really sort of get everything down and and, you know to know what to do when I got too paranoid or to know to, to know which strains to avoid or To know which weed like alcohol just like alcohol which weed doesn't agree with me and and to avoid it and then pick the ones that do agree with me it's been much easier for me to do that so i don't have those highs i talk about anymore and when you have a regulated market and people can control what they get then you're then people are not going to have the highs that that this regulator might have experienced in in college And, and 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 which is why she's Trying to wage a new drug war, even though we voted on this three times. Quote. All right, so let me let me finish. Cannabis commissioner Brady McBride has supported an idea of a task force, saying that increasing the legal danger d- danger legal illicit sellers face would drive up their prices and would prompt some to avant- abandon the underground trade. Other commissioners have not have have not publicly weighed in yet. This task force is a common sense idea, McBride said. Common sense in whose mind? Your, your um, Marie for Madness addled mind um, that, from propaganda that you heard Nancy and, and Ronald Reagan tell you in the 1980s. And it still, it's still sticks with you to this day. You, you're, you're still married to what Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan have told you. And you, you, you think that if you hold a joint to the mirror... And, and that Nancy Reagan and Ronald Reagan will, will, will spring up from the dead all of a sudden and, and, and wag their fucking finger at you. This is what this lady probably thinks. That type of illegal activity not only undermines the people who are licensed, it undermines the people who are in the pipeline doing their damnedest to get their stuff in order and trying to do this legally. No, well, you make doing this legally pretty hard now, making it hundreds and thousands of dollars to millions of dollars to get involved in the process from start to finish. you're You're ready making it difficult for these people to... To uh, for 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 these current dispensaries to to, to stay open and to, or to get open, you're already making it hard for these people already. So uh, the Commonwealth Dispensary Association, which represents medical marijuana retailers that spend heavily to comply with regulations, has advocated a crackdown. Ooh, oh man, corporate takeover like like the Daily Dope said. This is, this is just, like, this is just new prohibition, and, um, new prohibition, and, um, new fo- prohibition slash fake legalization bingo. Like, I think I'm gonna hit every, every box right now. I think I'm gonna hit every box in this article. You know, there's only, there's only, like, one page left, but I, I think we've hit every box. Like, if the, if there was, like, a... If there was, like, a new prohibition fake legalization bingo, like, like, I would, I, I would win some sort of prize in a bingo hall right now. Alright. But the other groups, such as the American Civil Liberties Union and the Massachusetts Recreational Consumer Council, argue that more cannabis criminalization will perpetuate the racial disparities in policing. Good, good, rational people first the first blast of rationality that I've, I've read in this article right now kamali jefferson which i've i've, I've been I've, I've 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 been to um two cannabis conferences and i've been to two panels in which he spoke um he's awesome he's he's very sharp he's working really hard even the like like him like him and commissioner titled like the only people that and and i think there's like another person that works with with Kamani as well too. Um I I've seen a couple of like their Instagrams. But um but those three people I'm I'm i I'm, I'm talking about are the only people that that respect the plant and that take this that, that whose brains haven't been soiled with reefer madness. They're the only three that don't look at us in contempt and want to actually look at us treat us like adults and, and treat this like like the way it's supposed to be treated. You know, adults having access to a much um, less dangerous alternative than alcohol. But yeah, um, let me finish. Um, Kamani Jefferson, president of MRCC, said policy leaders who are serious about reducing the illicit market should focus on bringing unlicensed sellers who want to go legal into the regulated marketplace through outreach, education, training, and other programs. Ding, 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 ding. Before arresting more people, the state should give them a chance to join the industry, which is now too costly for many to do, he said. Most people want to build a career versus hide away from the police, he said. There needs to be a way to transition them into the legal market. And, um,. The, I, since I already made the commentary throughout the article... The only other thing I want to add... The only other two points... Uh, and the only other two things I really need to add to this is... Um, so, I mean, if you've been following... What's been going on with Canada's legalization... And, um, you know, the, the crap show it has been about like... About how um, Justin Trudeau put forth... He put cops in charge of legalization. One. Two... Um, the, two, he put squares in charge of legalization. Which, which is, which as from articles we've read on, on this podcast is already happening. Text is already happening, like, almost letter for letter. Like what Jody Emery has been tweeting about for months. About what's been going on in Canada. It's spreading. It is spreading to the United States. This disgusting new prohibition. Fake legalization where only a few millionaires could sell weed and everyone else gets pris pr- imprisoned. And oh, they have all these rules. Oh, you cannot smoke in public. Oh, you oh your landlord could restrict whether or not you can smoke in your in your rental or outside your rental. Oh, they can. Oh, um, businesses. Oh, businesses could still could still drug test people and and fire them and deny them jobs. Oh, we have to be mindful of the needs of business and their needs to create a drug-fee environment. Um, Oh, we need to um, make it wicked expensive so only millionaires have a chance of doing this. Oh, we need to to make it so, um, you know, there's only a few dispensaries and the few that exist make subpar-quality cannabis and they charge an arm and a leg for it, and um, that's that's what's been happening in Canada so far. They don't have nearly enough dispensaries to meet demand. People are finding mold in their cannabis. Um, people are finding all sorts of disgusting stuff in their cannabis in Canada, and in and also in Canada, like like I mean, I mean I often say I'm I'm, I'm pretty far left, almost socialist, but like I mean I'm not gonna say that all government Cannabis stores are bad, but like the way that the way that activists have been describing it on my Twitter, it's just it sounds horrible. It sounds horrible and dystopian. You know that's not to say that you know if uh, if there was ever a a government run cannabis store in the U.S. that it would face those same problems. I think it would because I feel that you know go, you know since government has the government has been peddling that weed has been bad for a hundred years or. Quote, or 80 years or so or so they've been peddling this myth that gov- that weed is bad so many in the government even though it's legal in many states and even though it's medically legal in 33 so many people still hold that mindset and you know that's that's, that's also an issue too and um and that's reflected in the types of um officials that these lawmakers and these squares in government elect to to implement legalization you know it shows that the it shows that the people that they put in these posts have never really done cannabis or if they do or if they have done it or they have done it 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 hasn't been through it hasn't been since their undergrad or their high school days and you know they've you know they they haven't had a connect in two decades or whatever and you know they're married with three children and, and and two dogs or whatever and you know they're too adult for weed or whatever you know that's that's the type of people you have in charge running Canada, right? Running Canada's weed implementation right now, and that's when you have, and that's what you have in Massachusetts, as, as we've just seen right now, and in other things I've I've talked about. And it's it's just like it's just new prohibition, like Jody Emery said. It's fake legalization, like Jody Emery said. And um, when I when I tweeted about this going on, I I tweeted that. Let me let me call up the tweet right now. Just give me one moment All right just one sec. All right so Jody Emery actually liked my tweet like like, like you' you you'll get how excited that that makes me right now like like how how excited that, that made me when I made that tweet like two days ago and then I saw that Jody liked my tweet, like, that's, uh, like, someone who's just been doing this for, like, uh, like, ten, ten years, probably more than that, you know, and she's, like, well-known worldwide for cannabis activism, so, like, when, when someone that big likes what you're doing, and likes, or, or cosigns what you're saying, it just, it, it just makes you weak a little bit, you know, and just, just wanted to drop that before we end the episode, and, um, I guess that's all I have to say about this sort of matter. Um, I've, I don't, I don't have anything else I have to say that I haven't already said. And um, so yeah, um, as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends, and resist tyranny where you are.